Today I'm going to be talking about never counting anything as far as macros, calories, points, again, period, <laughs> period. I want to only count my blessings from here on out. And I don't even know where I got that statement, um, but I just love it. Don't ever want to count calories or macros or points. The only thing I ever want to count again is my blessings. So if you know me, you know that I'm really open about this. And I don't know, some people would probably think I'm too open about things that are personal, but that's just who I am. I'm very open about things I've struggled with over the years. And I've decided it's just who I am and that possibly what I've gone through might help somebody else. So here we go. Um, I grew up kind of knowing that I was a little bit of a chubby girl. My first like memory though was when I was in a dance class and it was a le- there were levels of dance and I was a pretty good dancer. I was in the middle level. And I knew um, that I was, you know, a little bit different than the girls, but it wasn't a big deal. I was a good dancer. I knew how to move. But my dance teacher one day called me into her office. It was just she and I in the office. And she said I could move up to the next level if I lost some weight. And I kind of remember thinking, what does that even mean? Like, what, what does that term, phrase even mean? And I remember responding, saying something like, my mom is chubby. You know, kind of like something like people around me, you know, are are bigger. I don't know, something like that. And then I don't remember much of the conversation after that. After that. And then I was, I was bullied a bit, um, fifth and sixth grade, and I was called fat. Um, but I remember, I shouldn't say I remember. I was, you know, I was talented, and I was outgoing, and I was in student council, and I was the leads in the musicals, and all those things. And so I had some confidence in the things I was good at, which I think is really important for kids. But I did know that I was, you know, that I was chubby. And um, I remember in ninth grade, I was the duchess in our school's musical called Alice. Not Alice in Wonderland, just Alice. And um, (laughs) I remember being mortified when I got the costume because to be silly, it was stuffed to have a big bust and a big bustle. And they wanted me to walk funny. And honestly, it really was comical because of the way the costume kind of moved around. But I remember being mortified, thinking, oh my gosh, like I'm not big enough the way I am. They want to make me bigger. And then sophomore um, sophomore year, you know, same musicals and student council. And you know, it wasn't it wasn't something that like ruined me. But between my sophomore and junior year, I really started exercising and liking it a lot. Started jogging at the track the Westwood track. And um, that was when the fat-free craze came in and everything was coming out fat-free. And I began to kind of experiment with eating fat-free or less fat, you know, snack wells and slim fast and whatever else, right? And I lost some weight by, you know, exercising and eating less fat, I guess. And between sophomore and junior year, I probably lost 30 pounds. I remember going back to school, my, my uh, junior year and things were different. It was like, um, you know, now I'm getting attention in a way I've never had attention before. Um, and it was weird and cool, you know, like you like it, right? But it then started kind of this obsession with not knowing what normal was. You know, I had friends that I'd gone to elementary school and junior high with, you know, all the way up who they ate ice cream and pizza on Friday nights with the friends. Well, I was quote unquote dieting because I was trying to keep this weight off that I had lost and I just didn't know what normal was. And so I began really freaking out and kind of being obsessed with, um, with weight and food and calories and 
backgrounds and really just had a hard time my junior and senior year. I remember going to my mom and saying, look, I've been binging, I've been purging, I need some help. And bless my mom's heart, she was amazing. She did not freak out at all. She asked a couple questions, but then she just got me some help. And I got a counselor and things were better. But I'll tell you, once any woman, girl, teen, young adult dabbles in that world, it is really hard to get out of. It's really hard to get out of the obsession of feeling like you have to change your body. The end. It just it just is. So that, you know, sprung years of struggling with binging, usually just on the weekends <laughs> when I didn't have structure to my day, you know, or as much structure. And um, did pageants where I felt like, oh my gosh, I'm supposed to be like thin and beautiful and talented and outspoken and, you know, well-rounded and all the things. And like inside, I'm a total mess. I went to BYU Hawaii. And when I was at BYU Hawaii, I was like, okay, this purging thing is stupid. It's just not, you know, it's ruining my singing voice. Like, I, this is dumb. So I stopped. Last time I ever purged was when I was 20, 21, something like that. So the purging has not been a problem over the years, but kind of this all all consume I should I want to say all consuming and that sounds weird because like if you looked at me you'd be like oh my gosh she gets so much done and she teaches and she sings and she has a family you know all the things I can honestly say that it's kind of always there and it doesn't consume my life but it's kind of always there in 2014 I was so done dieting I had you know done Weight Watchers or my fitness pal through all my babies and lost the baby weight every time and in 2014, I had gone to visit my sister in Utah, Belle, my now nine-year-old was, I don't know, 10 months old maybe, and Bailey, my sister, and I had kind of dieted alongside each other, even though she's 10 years younger, poor thing, she watched me, <laughs> she uh, had, you know, she witnessed me going through all that crap when she was very young, and so we, you know, we did Weight Watchers together, and we would call each other when we had binges, and we would call each other when we had weight loss on the scale at Weight Watchers. You know, it was just ridiculous. It was just this constant thing. Anyway, I was visiting Bailey in 2014 and I was at lunch with her. And of course, I was eating a salad and a diet soda, you know, and I was complaining about weight. And um, I had Belle with me, you know, like I said, she's a baby and complaining about not being able to get the baby, baby weight off. And Bailey, my sister, was like, do you ever want her to think she needs to change her body or diet? And I was like, oh my gosh, hell no. She said, yeah, I'm done dieting. I am doing intuitive eating. I have read the book. I'm done. And I was like, you know what? Okay. She gave me a book to read. It was like on my, on my phone called Thin Sight Out. And I don't remember much about the book other than I was like, yeah, I'm done with this. And I'll be honest. Um, it was hard. It was hard to not diet and not count points, calories, macros, whatever at that point. And I will say a lot of times, and Tyler will attest to this too, you know, as a psychologist is that a lot of times when we want to change something or behaviors, we go from one extreme to the other. It's like a pendulum swing. And instead of swinging to the middle where you want to be, you know, normal, balanced, whatever, we swing to the other side of the pendulum. And that's kind of what I did for about four years. I swung to the other side and I was very much into body love and, you know, really trying to just be okay with my body the way it was, you know, and all foods were okay, right? Which they are. All foods are okay. And I do believe that now, of course, still. But at that time, between 2014 and 2018, I swung the other way. And because a sugar cookie was allowed now, quote unquote, you know, and not a morally bad food, <laughs> which foods are not morally bad, right? All foods are fine. And they're neutral, in fact. And um, 
but I swung to the other side. I gained about 30 pounds and it was like, well, I'm allowed to eat a sugar cookie a day, so I'll eat five a day, you know? And that wasn't great either. That was like the other side. That was, again, the pendulum swing. I swung all the way over. So in 18, 2018, I had some health issues that I was kind of trying to heal on my own after seeing doctors and doing all these things and supplements and um, hormone therapy. And I just wasn't feeling any better. My acne was horrible. And I was like, I got to figure this out with food. And so I really did. I dove into health um, and food as a way to heal. And I, again, I swung again. And granted, I really did feel good. I can't deny that. I went pretty much vegan. I went into, I got into medical medium stuff, if you've heard of him. And I really do still believe that, that foods can heal. I still believe that. Um, but again, I kind of swung. I swung vegan. <laughs> I was vegan for about two years. I guess maybe a year and a half. I didn't really eat flour. I didn't really eat sugar. And I did celery juice every morning, like he says. And I was pretty much vegan. I lost about 30 pounds. I was skinny. And truly, I can't, can't deny that. I really did feel good. And I think really, you know, I look back on that the way I'm eating now and I think, well, of course I was. I was eating mostly fruits and vegetables, which duh, we're not stupid, right? Like eating mostly fruits and vegetables is is how we all would feel great if we did that, right? So, um, but I think it was like late 2019. I was like, I don't think I want to live a life without bread. (laughs) And I had had bread here and there, but for the most part I was, you know, had cut it out, right? And I was like, I don't think I really want to be vegan the rest of my life. So I didn't, and I stopped, I guess I should say. And in 2020, it was a little bit crazy. We had my mom um, getting sick and then passing away right before COVID hit. And 2020 was a lot of emotional eating for me and um, a lot of mindless eating. And I put on about 15, I call it my COVID, I call it my COVID-19, put on between like 15 and 20 pounds. Well, since then, I've been actively, quote unquote, trying to lose that COVID-19 weight, right? And I've just hit a place in about the last three or four months where I'm like, I am so done trying. <laughs> I, I, here's the thing. I, this is what's something I truly believe. Like I 100% am at peace with my body, the way it looks for the most part and for the most of the days, most days. However, I really do feel better when I can lift my leg up in the shower easier because less chub is in the way. Like that to me is just like, that's just simple you know less weight on us means we can we got a spring in our step we can walk a little easier we can all the things right like that's kind of just facts in my opinion and so I would like to have this weight off because I really do feel like I can move better when I have less weight on me however I am so done (laughs) trying actively trying to lose it and so literally right now all I am focusing on is two things and this is way harder for me it's very very simple but it's not easy or it hasn't been easy. And that is eating when I'm hungry and stopping when I'm satisfied. (laughs) Sounds like so simple, right? And it really is how we were made. Like we, you know, we have bodies and brains that tell us when we're hungry and when we're satisfied. But girls or guys who are listening, I'm telling you, after years of eating according to something else, telling me how to eat or when to eat and how much to eat, we're talking years, okay? And even when I was vegan, I pretty much just ate whatever when I wanted, regardless of hunger or satisfaction. I just kept out certain foods, you know. So even when I was vegan, I wasn't super um, intuitive with listening to my body as far as hunger and satisfied cues 
went. So that's where I'm at today. I have no idea if anyone's, if this has been helpful for anybody, but um, I might just continue to talk about it here on the podcast. But it is definitely feeling, I feel free. I feel like a weight's been lifted off my shoulder, quote, pun intended. And it feels great to be like, you know what? I have a body that's amazing and does wonderful things. It lets me go on walks like I'm on right now. It lets me care for my kids. It lets me play the piano, teach kids, sing on stages. It does amazing things. So I'm working on really loving that and really finding joy in my day. That's kind of been my mantra for the last few months is what's the point of life if it's not here to to have joy? And I'm working on trying to figure out what it feels like to truly have hunger. I mean, I know what hunger feels like, but I'm telling you for years, I kind of, I just ate whenever, you know, whether or not I was hungry because it was quote unquote time after a workout or, you know, because you got to get in this much protein per day for, for muscle. And I believe all that. I do believe all that, that, you know, all those things can be important. But for me, I'm going back to the basics, (laughs) which is, eating when I'm hungry and stopping when I'm full. And I have not mastered it yet. It sounds so silly to even say it out loud. I haven't mastered eating when I'm hungry and stopping when I'm full, but it's true. I haven't mastered it. Sometimes I eat because it looks good and I think that's okay. Um, but it's definitely been, been, um, something I'm so, so grateful that I've decided to do. And if anyone wants to, um, follow along, drop me a message here or, send me a message on social media or many of you probably know me personally and I would love to like chat about it. That's that. No more counting calories. No more counting macros or points. Only counting blessings. Have a great day.